just don't be shy. Oh, just apply to a job which is interesting for you. Yeah, especially in the tech industry. You have so many ways to go into the tech industry. We are searching for motivated people and, and not for the experience. Welcome to Tech Inspired. My name is Priska and I am your host today. With this podcast, we want to inspire and empower more women to start a career in tech. We interview on a regular basis exciting guests from the tech industry who share their stories, insights and career advice. Let's get started to build your best career in tech. So today I'm very happy to welcome Sandra Zimmerli here at our podcast. We met at different events in collaboration with the IAMCP, which is the International (laughs) Association of Microsoft Channel Partners. And yeah, I saw her once on a panel and I was pretty impressed by her career as well and what she's doing today. And yeah, so I'm very happy to welcome you here. Today you are working at Nova Copta as a cloud engineer. Please introduce yourself a little bit first. Yes, thanks for having me, Priska. I'm 25 years old and working as a cloud engineer. I'm currently studying cloud and platform management at the Lucerne University. And in my free time, I like to play golf or soccer. And when I'm traveling, I love to go scuba diving. So the nice place <laughs> in the world. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's start back, go back first to your childhood. I'm always interested to know if the people I'm talking to, uh, we have here in the, in the podcast, if they have any background in tech from their childhood, or if they had any mm-hmm. touch points in regards to tech. So what is, what was your upbringing in this regard? Yeah. When I was around 10 or 11 years old, I got a computer, so very early. And from the beginning, I started to customizing it, like creating my my own web browser, widgets for my desktop, using Visual Basic. Instead of learning French vocabulary, I spent hours teaching myself how to use Visual Basic and build web pages. I was just so fascinated by these endless possibilities. Did your parents have already any interaction with computer? Why did they give you a computer? Why did you get this for? <laughs> I think it was birthday, right? I don't know if it was birthday, but um, I have an older brother, six years older than me. And he was also very into IT. So I think it's it started with my brother. And so you mentioned you started teaching yourself about all the different programs. How did your environment like your friends react about this were they interested as well or were they confused about you spending times in front of the of the computer i think they they were interested and i also helped them and helped my whole family with computer issues yeah so you really had it in your dna almost from the beginning yeah definitely and then it came the time where you had to decide which direction you want to go in your in your job. So what did you learn in your first job or what was your first education after high school? Yeah, well, back when I was in school, we had the career days. So we went to the education center and there were folders containing information about all available apprenticeships. And each folder featured a stock image representing the profession. And um, The image featured on the computer scientist folder was stereotypical. 
So it was male wearing nerdy glasses, sitting in front of a computer and not very appealing to young girls. So it wasn't for me. And so I chose to do a commercial apprenticeship first. I'm pretty sure if I had any female role models back then, I would have definitely gone straight into IT. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but I did the commercial apprenticeship. And after that, it was clear to me that I wanted to pursue my passion. And then I, I applied to an advertising company and uh, got first into web design, just with projects that I had done privately for friends and family. Mm -hmm. But during your education, during your apprenticeship, were you still using your skills for like using in the with the computers or any other programming skills you had? Or was it like kind of a a break in this time during this time mm, no it, it wasn't a break because i did it as a hobby so mm -hmm. i still did coding in my free time but during the apprenticeship yeah I, i i was in a private school so i had mostly school and did not really work on on that job mm, okay <laughs> i see uh, yeah I mean, it's it's fascinating to hear that you're actually proving what a lot of people are saying, that if you don't have the female role models or the role models in general, you're you're reluctant to go into a certain direction. So in, in your case, computer science or, or doing an IT apprenticeship in this regard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you switched into the advertisement agency, started doing web development. Was uh, And you said that that was basically coming with the job. Did you do any education to get more understanding of what you're doing in web development or was it just um, learning by doing? It was, it was mostly learning by doing. And um, I realized soon my passion for the technical part. So I wanted to change the focus on a more technical way than um, of being creative. So I started as an IT supporter in a company. Um, to focus yeah, on, on the technical part. And in this position, I was involved in several cloud-based projects. And yeah, this fueled my passion for cloud technology mm -hmm. and brought me into my current role as a cloud engineer at Microsoft Partner Company. Mm -hmm. And let me get back to this. When you said you started at, at the company as an IT support, how easy was it to get this job or how did you approach that? Because you obviously had no education, mm -hmm. no experience. Yeah, I yeah, I, I really I had no experience, but I just applied to this job because it was so interesting for me. And I think, um, especially in the tech industry, they value more the motivation and the willingness to learn over the experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I definitely had thro have thrown myself in the cold water with that. Yeah. And how did the company react then when, when you started? Like, were they able to like offer you a lot of support or was it really then still, oh, do it yourself? You have to find your way around yourself or how did that go? That's a good question. No, I was, I was really motivated and I, for, for myself and I, I wanted to learn everything. But it was also very hard for me. So during my job as an IT support, I worked in a team with long-term employees. And I was young and motivated. So I often attempted to optimize processes, but was met with resistance from my colleagues who were resistant to change and would respond with, we've always done it this way. There's no need to change it. And yeah, I, um, it was... It was hard for me because it was an 
environment full of full of men and it was not that easy for a, for a younger like me but mm -hmm. i really learned a lot mm -hmm. so do you have really helpful yeah <laughs> can you remember was there anything you did in particular to convince them your co-workers to to do changes to improve processes no i didn't want to convince them i discussed this issue with the cio and mm -hmm. he encouraged me to stop asking if something was possible just go ahead and do it and i think throw myself into this new challenge and i enjoyed figuring out how to accomplish them mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah so i i was on the right way yeah absolutely so he was really just do it and don't just do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he wanted to he wanted to change something and mm -hmm. i think he was glad that i was here yeah. to to change that with with him together yeah yeah and so you got in touch the first time with the, the whole cloud environment and um, dived into this area. So what was, how did you approach that? You changed companies as well, or how did you do this? Mm, yeah, I wanted to work with that cloud technology mm -hmm. and I changed the company to the Microsoft partner company I work for now. And I work in the cloud infrastructure and security field. So uh, specifically focused on helping companies migrate their on-premise environments to the Azure cloud. Um, I also implement device management and security solutions. And I just found my, my passion in, mm -hmm. in this cloud technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your day. What is it that you do on a daily basis? It's for, explain it to someone who has no idea about cloud. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, let me think about it. <laughs> Is it that you're sitting more in front of your laptop uh, doing some programming or so, or is it more that you talk with clients about what their needs are? What, what is the main part of your, of your job today? It's both. So I, I work in projects with companies and I do a lot of workshops with companies. So how they can improve their security. And I also implement the security solutions. Mm -hmm. So first we do, we do workshops. How is their security in the, in their environment? And then I bring the, bring the solutions and implement them. Mm -hmm. And how did you learn about these solutions? I mean, it, once again, you just switched into a role. I understood that you didn't do a specific education first, but you were able to start with the company. How did you get the knowledge for all these solutions you're recommending now to com uh, companies? I get the solutions through courses from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And yeah, once again, I'm really passionate about it. So I, I do a lot. I did a lot on my, on my own. I, I did a lab for myself and just built everything on my own, yeah. Yeah. So what would you recommend someone if they are looking to move into a career in the cloud environment? So it could be cloud engineer, but I think there is a lot of different roles there. What would you recommend someone to do? Mm -hmm. I think there are two big topics. The first one is show what you know, mm -hmm. build a portfolio. So if you're a software developer or designer, build a portfolio of your work. That's a great way to demonstrate your skills and experience, then it's also very important to stay up to date with the latest technologies and trends. Take online courses. There are a lot 
especially from, from Microsoft for the whole Azure cloud and M365, read tech blogs and just keep yourself informed. Mm -hmm. Is there any specific blog you are reading on a regular basis you recommend? No, there's no, no specific blog. I, I have a lot of, um, um, I, I read a lot of LinkedIn on LinkedIn. There are a lot of interesting people, but I think um, everyone has to find find the right ones for, for himself. So that's for me the second big topic to connect, networking, be active on LinkedIn, contact people who are interesting for you, mm -hmm. read the blogs from these people, um, maybe tech conferences also a nice way to get together, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. When we talk about applying for jobs, um, what I could hear from you, you were just going for it and apply for jobs you saw and you thought like that yep. could be it. Um, is there something you can recommend? Like, were you always successful with this way or did you also have some setbacks that applications didn't go through, you were rejected? And how did you deal with that? Or were you one of the lucky <laughs> ones going through all the time? <laughs> I think I was the lucky one. <laughs> just don't be shy. Oh, just apply to a job which is interesting for you. Yeah, especially in the tech industry. You have so many ways to go into the tech industry. And we are searching for motivated people and, and not for the experience. Absolutely. And... And in regards to experience, you can still do some courses and, and yeah. studies like you do now. Tell us a little bit about the study you're doing right now, HSLU. Yes, um, I do the, the Certificate of Advanced Studies. It's called Cloud and Platform Manager. Here in Switzerland, companies are looking for kind of proof that you have the knowledge you claim to have in your CV. Yeah, I think so. But it's not recommended that you have like a bachelor or a master. Mm -hmm. I think um, experience on the job is much more important. What do you think is going to happen in the cloud environment or the whole industry regarding clouds? We read a lot about it and, and I think there are a lot of open positions as well. So they're looking for experts and, and people working in this area. But what is your personal view on it? Where do you think is the cloud environment going? That's a very good question but also very open and difficult. Um, maybe you have to narrow it down to a more concrete topic, which is very popular at the moment. So the growth of artificial intelligence and machine learning, for example, ChatGPT, a really hot topic at the moment. And I think uh, one of the significant benefits of machine learning is that it can help us automate many tasks that were once time consuming. So you can be more creative and focus on more important things. I personally use ChatGPT for code troubleshooting or to write a documentation. So you're using it on a daily basis already? On a daily basis, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did you do it before or how much time does it save it for you now? A lot of time, especially mm -hmm. the documentation of writing code. Nothing fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> great to hear. Is there anything else you think um, it's, it's going to happen in the future? I think everything is around AI right now. So everyone's yeah. talking about AI and how it will improve our <laughs> lives. Do you have any, any fears or any worries about it as well? About AI? Mm -hmm. mm. No, I, I just see, see, see positive impacts mm -hmm. from AI. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me personally too. I don't have any fears. 
Yeah, but um, I think there is always a dark side as well in technology. So hopefully <laughs> not too much for AI. Is there anything you would like to recommend to our listeners when they are looking to, to get into the tech industry, any kind of tech industry? So something, I mean, you're great inspiration. You're just doing it. And I think that's one of the best advice one can yeah, give. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but is there anything else you would, would recommend besides what you have already mentioned? Something that helped you as well? Because I think it's it's not always easy, especially when we talk about working in a very male-dominated area. You have to find what uh, where your interests are. <laughs> so, I mean, the tech industry is so big. And maybe you have to find yourself first and where do you want to go? And then you have to uh, yeah, take courses and go into it and really get passionate about what, you, what you're doing. I think one of the things I hear a lot and I see with myself as well, is just there's so many topics out there. It's so yes. hard to get started on one. <laughs> So yeah, I think, um, do you think you could see yourself as well in a different area working in the future? Or do you see right now just, this is your way to go, the cloud environment is your... I think it's my, it's really my way to go. So I feel very comfortable in this area and yeah, I really want to work with this cloud technology. And it's growing technology as well. And right? yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> really a growing technology, yeah. Great. Thanks a lot for sharing all this with us. It's very inspiring to see how you and at your young age as well have already made such career in the tech industry. And um, before we close now this podcast, this episode, I also have a couple of speed questions for you. And I'd like you to answer what is on top of your mind. So the first one is, who is your favorite female role model? I've got a lot of female role models. They have mostly in common that they are vocal advocates for women's rights and use the platform to raise awareness about important social issues. But I have one example for, um, I, I don't know if you know Lara Dickenmann. She's nope. a female soccer player who played for the Swiss national team. She's also known for her charitable work and her efforts to promote gender equality in sports. And um, she really wants to make a difference in the world and I believe that we face similar issues in the tech industry as in women's soccer. So we need role models to break stereotypes and foster young talent regardless of gender. Mm -hmm. Very good. We'll link her also then in the in the notes so that um, we can look her up. Perfect. The next <laughs> Perfect. one is <laughs> what is your most important skill? I think my most important skill is my passion. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I have often thrown myself into new challenges. Yeah, it's just my passion. Mm -hmm. And the last one is, what is the best advice you were ever given? Mm, as I mentioned, I think the advice from my colleague, do not ask if something is possible, just try and find out. And I think that's a, that's a very good advice to close this podcast. Thank you very much for being our guest this time. And um, yeah, good. I wish you all the best for your career and hope to see you as an advocate as well on, on many platforms. Thank you so much, Priska. Did you enjoy this episode? Don't forget to comment or rate us on your podcast app. Never want to miss an episode again? Sign up now for our newsletter on techface.ch or follow us on Spotify or wherever you are listening to podcasts. Stay tuned and build your best career in tech.